Hey listeners, welcome back to another episode of Halfcast. This is Ryan. This is Jack. And this is Chris. Now, we were having a very fun and a spirited conversation and decided to plug the mics in and actually record this. There is a current uh, issue of Guitar World Magazine out for the month of April, and it lists the, quote, top 50 Van Halen songs. Now, I'm pretty shameless about my love for the Sammy Hagar era of Van Halen and my... As am I. Yeah. And, I'm a firm believer now, too. <laughs> yeah, we've turned Jack as well in yeah. the process. Yeah. I don't... Uh, unlike David Lee Roth supporters, though, I don't completely disregard my uh, non-preferred singer, singer's era of Van Halen. Yeah. It did still happen, whether yeah. we like it or not. <laughs> David I, Lee Roth was the was in the band Van Halen. and Sammy Hagar And they were kind Hagar of successful the, for a while. If you could call him a singer. Yeah, that's debatable. Well, Lounge he, singer, he, yeah, yeah, turn talk turn singer. rock star. <laughs> <laughs> and for as some was reason. as was Gary Sharon, even if the results were less than stellar. Can't you just picture David Lee Roth all washed up singing on like dinner cruises? He was probably it party happened, boats. Probably yeah. he was probably there. I mean, he really would have been. He would have ended up like a Vegas act, I think, if they didn't yeah. decide. Like, well. We're out of money. <laughs> let's go. Let's reunite with Roth and do a yeah. tour in 2007, 2008. Like as you call it, where uh, careers go to die. Yeah. Las Vegas, Las Vegas where careers yeah. go to die. <laughs> Celine Dion, Motley Crue, list goes on and on. Well, they could stay dead. Yeah. Or that. <laughs> Thanks, but, Jack. <laughs> anyway, so overall the list is just absolutely... I found it to be ridiculous because, first of all, the number one song in that list is Hoffer Teacher, which... Regardless of the fact that it's a David Lee Roth era song, it's far from the best Van Halen song ever. Oh, absolutely. It's uh yeah, exactly. I mean, if anything, I mean, the intro was probably just... the best part of the song. It probably just... I, 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 what, the drums? It. it was the, <laughs> definitely the best part of the song. Yeah, it I, was really cool, but the video is more mean, memorable than the song itself. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Is that why it's number one because of the video. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's got to be relatable for a lot of young guys who had, you know, a hot teacher, of course. But, I mean, aside from that, we're, there's really no substance to it. Yeah, but I 100% believe that if you're going to pick one Van Halen song that's the best Van Halen song, it's Eruption. Because it's that solo that just introduced Eddie Van Halen to the world. Yes. And the one where back a couple of years ago when I had a, I was fortunate enough to have a one-on-one lesson with... Uh, I hate the term Guitar Hero ever since the video games, but whatever. He really is one. <laughs> guitar Hero, Paul Gilbert. And uh, we, I talked to him, just kind of asked him questions about him getting started and players he liked and all that. And he said kind of before that first Van Halen album, it was guitar solos were like the solo in the middle of Whole Lot of Love, where it's kind of slow, a couple of notes, pentatonic style, all that. And he said when you hear Eruption, it's just like notes falling from the sky. <laughs> he said it was like raining notes all of a sudden and there was all this fast playing and there was a, a reinvention of of guitar soloing basically yeah it got you listening about this album because it was the first or second track off the first van halen i was like holy shit yeah it was the second never track. happened before and the title yeah. of the song was very fitting it's like the arrival yeah a and new it was, rock era is here and it was a totally improvised thing he was doing in the studio and then ted templeman who produced the album was like no we're, we're gonna roll and, and record that and then they put the drum and bass parts in and turn it into a track which is great. I mean, that he obviously pretty much cornered the market on tapping for guitar. I mean, there's there's some debate among musician circles. I'd say guitars and bass players anyway, because 
bass player Billy Sheehan apparently had been tapping in New York around the same time Van Halen was tapping in around Los Angeles and Pasadena. I mean, that was definitely his signature, without a oh, doubt. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Eddie Van Halen did yeah. that a lot. And because he didn't want anybody to rip him off, when he would do those solos, he would face away from the audience so no one could see what he was doing, which mm-hmm. was... Awesome and, and a very smart idea. And also arrogant. <laughs> well, just a little <laughs> but, bit. But I mean, Eddie Van Halen is yeah. Eddie Van Halen. So, yeah. yeah. So you, it's not a surprise. That's what you can expect. <laughs> but Eruption's at number eight. And a bunch of songs that I think are, are far inferior, like Mean Street and Unchained and Beautiful Girls, are above Eruption. Which are nothing tracks. Yeah. Some of them are small instrumentals, just some of them are just Dave talking. Yeah. There's nothing, Seriously? There's no substance to any of them. Yeah, uh, I I 100% agree with you, dude. I just uh. and perhaps the most egregious part of this list is is that the first Sammy Hagar song is listed at number 29, and it's right now. Now, out of the f- top 50 songs in this list, only eight are from the Sammy Hagar era. None from the Gary Sharon era, which we can kind of expect. But two songs from the new album are on there too. Of all time. This is an all-time greatest hits list. This thing came out six weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. There's no Yeah, the album's brand new, and it's like, hey, these are are two of the best Van Halen songs ever. Tattoo and She's the Woman, which I heard Tattoo, and I immediately just, I don't know, I just laughed my ass off because it just sounded so cheesy. I heard a couple others, but I never heard Tattoo. I refused to listen to it. It made Ryan's blood boil almost as much as mine, and I've been a feverish Van Halen, Sammy Hagar fan since... Mm -hmm. Me, my early teens. And this is really the only era of Van Halen that I like. I mean, I like a handful of David Lee Roth songs. I mean, Jump, even though it's pretty lyrically it's vapid. very it's, cheesy. It's a fun <laughs> song. I mean, it's, you know, the music is fun. It gets you to get excited a little bit. But, you know, I like Panama. And that's really it, actually. You know, Eruption is awesome, too, as we discussed before. But Yeah, because David Lee Roth is You know, my favorite Van Halen song, <laughs> Why Can't This Be Love, is number... 43. 43 on this list out of 50 songs. Yeah. And Pound Cake, which is an equally awesome song. It's 47. The two new songs go above Pound Cake, which is the first song on Foreign Lawful Carnal Knowledge, which was my favorite song of all time for years. Mm-hmm. And still, frankly, if I were to revamp my 60 Minutes of Music from episode, or rather the, the third Music Cast episode, Pound Cake would absolutely be on there. Something else would have to go because yeah. I absolutely love that song. And the beginning of the song is so awesome. Like it starts out. It's with bombastic. Him. Yeah. yeah. And I the, love the guitar that. work. He's, you know, playing it with an electric drill. Yeah. And Which like, is so bad. Who does that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it was it's amazing. Video. It's so epic. It's a rock band. It's them at their peak. They, yeah. They did. That tour was just massive. And it really was for that time. It probably, I mean, certainly of the Sammy Hagar years, I'd say probably more at their peak even than right now. Because the fact that people disregard, and I'm, I'm reiterating a little bit from the blog that went up a few days prior to this, because the whole point was we were all talking about it, and we decided to kind of make a conversation out of it, even though I wrote a bit about it, but alas, here we are. But the interesting thing is, as much as Van Halen fans or David Lee Roth fans or, or whatever you'd classify them as, when you consider the fact that all the albums with Sammy Hagar were number one albums and multi-platinum albums... You Come can't on. disregard that. Yeah, and they played the biggest shows they'd ever done on at some that of the point. biggest bills. Metallica. Yeah. They played with Metallica. Yeah, a bunch exactly. Nineteen eighty-eight. They were touring with Metallica and Scorpions. Kingdom Come. Who cares? Dokken. That's, that's a rock show, though. I mean, yeah, that is I a would, rock that's massive, and that's why it was called Monsters of Rock. It was. Take my credit card. I would die to see that. That would be amazing. Yeah, I'd love to see a, a tour like that now. 
but you wouldn't get bands like that. And speaking no of which, way. who's opening for Van Halen on the new tour? Nickelback? Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know? No. Cool in the gang. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? What is that? <laughs> That's called desperation. And it's also funny how they were so encouraging as far as bring your cameras and everything and record shows. Yeah, put stuff up on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. They were encouraging fans to do it. I watched a couple of videos on YouTube because, like anybody else, I was curious. I wasn't looking for things to be wrong because I, a good friend of mine, Sean, went and saw the tour in 2007, 2008, whenever the, that tour happened and, and they came through, I think, the Staples Center in Los Angeles. And he loved it. And he said it was life-changing. And I was like, okay, maybe, possibly, if... Eddie has cleaned up, and if David Lee Roth has some showmanship left in him, then all right, it very well may have been good. But I watched the clips on YouTube from recent shows, like the first show they did. Um, I, I can't remember off the top of my head where it was, and even footage from them from the, the Garden in Philadelphia because those came around recently. And <laughs> they're so unexciting because nobody's moving around at all. Eddie kind of stays still. Roth has a little mat. He's like sitting around. At one point, he was sitting down Indian style in this one video and singing, I think it was Beautiful, Beautiful Girls. Girls. Yeah. And he's just kind of like almost foxtrotting in one place. I'm like, how is this a fun show? Oh, they're better than ever. How? Uh, yeah, they. Doesn't make sense. No, they're older than ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like all of us. I just, I didn't see what was so appealing a, it about it. It looks like a bad reunion concert. It really does. But it's, a, with the exception of, I'm sure, a handful of, of new songs, it's a nostalgia tour. I mean, at least when Sammy Hagar joined the group in the first place, he said, I don't want to be in a cover band. I don't want the set to be all songs done by another singer. So they did, I believe, every song on 5150, at least on the Live Without a Net video they did uh, in, I guess it was 87, on the 5150 tour. I think they played pretty much the whole album. They played Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin. I'm pretty sure they did One Way to Rock. Uh, which yeah. was one of Sammy's solo hits. Yeah, you were saying before that when Sammy joined the band, they would still do David Lee Roth songs, but then after Sammy was out, they wouldn't do any of yeah, any exactly. Of songs. Like, which is funny. Like Sammy would sing, obviously, "Ain't Talking About Love" and "Jump" and "Panama." Like the one live album they did do with Sammy, live right here, right now, which was following the Foreign Lawful Carnal Knowledge album and recorded on that tour. There were obviously Roth era songs on there. They did "Panama," they did "Jump," they did "Ain't Talking About Love." Um, they did You Really Got Me, but that's a cover song. That's not a Van Halen song. song. Yeah. But you don't see them doing Sammy songs on his David Lee Roth tour. Why? <gasps> David Lee Roth can't sing, and Sammy Hagar can. That's, that's the, the whole bottom line. And of it's all a of whole this. different mindset when Dave's in the band and when Sammy's in the band. When Sammy's in the band, it seems a little bit more positive. Everybody gets along, has some sort of direction. When Dave's in there, no, fuck Sammy, fuck everything else. We're the best band in the world. And yeah, exactly. Even if we don't try, we're the best band in the world. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see all the all the bitterness in 2004 when they toured, where people were coming out just like, this is bullshit. Like, people were excited. Well, do you they, remember they that? They sold whole out thing, their dates. That whole thing when um, Eddie and uh, and Alex came out on stage at one of those MTV award shows and David Lee Roth came out with them. Yeah, that was after and, that was after Sammy quit or got fired or whatever. Yeah, however you want to look at it. The story is. And, uh, and then the two of them went on TV afterwards because they said Dave was acting like a dick and said, you know, this is all about me. Two days later. And, yeah, two days later, yeah. the two of the brothers went on TV and just ripped him a new one. Yeah. So let's get this right. Like public lashing two days <laughs> after this happens. <laughs> all the singers are getting bad mouth. The funniest part was how, and I remember this because I was in eighth grade and I remember my one friend came up to me. He was like, Van Halen broke up. I was like, no, they didn't. Get out of here. I was like, they just did a huge tour. They did a huge album. Even at, how old was I? 14. I was like, no, no, they they couldn't have. But sure enough, it was on MTV News that night. It was like Sammy Hagar has left the band Van Halen. The circumstances aren't confirmed and whether he quit or was fired and all that. But they, they parted ways with Sammy Hagar. And I was like, 
get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? And I remember them on TV bad-mouthing him. And one of the things they said, which Sammy mentions in his autobiography, read My Life in Rock, which definitely check it out. It's awesome. And it sounds like I'm kissing Sammy's ass, and I am, because I like the guy. Yeah. <laughs> so there. Rightfully so. <laughs> just Somebody get fired should... up. We listened to the whole Red Collection Yeah, while we were out driving around Yeah, we today. did. Sammy Somebody Hagar's should kiss hits. his ass, because there's not enough kissing ass for Sammy right now. There should yeah. be, yeah, especially with this, this tour. Um, but anyway, they were say- the Van Halen brothers were saying, like, oh, he was a lot older than us, and I guess didn't want to work as hard as we did. Okay, so let's get this right. Really? Since, really? Oh. <laughs> since 96, I believe it was, when... Uh, Sammy Hagar parted ways through whatever means, <laughs> firing or quitting or whatever. Yeah. How many albums did Van Halen release between 96 and 2012? Two. Two. The one with Gary Sharon and this latest this one. This new one with, with Roth. And David I, Lee Roth again. And I don't even care about the fact that they say, oh, it's from old demos and old songs and all that. Well, of course, they're going to go raid the back catalog because the whole point is... The band isn't supposed to grow. Everybody wants a nostalgia trip. The people are going to see him with Dave. It's not like they've grown up together, gotten old together, or anything like that. No, it's completely from nostalgia, and that's why the new songs sound like old Van Halen songs, because <laughs> David Lee Roth still can't sing. So Yeah, it doesn't improve with age, and his ego is still as massive as it was in 1983. That it is. <laughs> Yeah, in Sammy's biography, he said he came into a meeting because Sammy and Dave toured back in 2002. He came in dressed up in his big platform shoes and (laughs) like how he perform on stage. He went to a meeting and Sammy was just in casual wear. Like, are you fucking? Yeah, he was in shorts and flip flops. He was like the Ryan Taggart of the of uh, rock frontman. Comes in dressed like a gigolo (laughs) (laughs) with a scarf and his sunglasses and his metallic jacket. You're not performing, Dave. This is a negotiation. (laughs) Now, how many albums? Solo albums, do you think Sammy Hagar did during that period? 96 to now, you mean? Well, let's say, yeah, 1996 through 2012. Say four or five. Seven and two with Chickenfoot. He's done uh, nine albums in the amount of time it took Van Halen to crank out two. And he is the one who doesn't want to work us yeah, Exactly. <laughs> and how many tours has he had since? Uh, all, all of them. Every year yeah, he's gone out, pretty much. <laughs> he went out, he's gone out almost every summer. I've never seen Sammy live, and I. I Honestly, have wanted to, and it seems like any time he comes around, it just hasn't happened for whatever reason. But yeah. Chickenfoot's coming around to Atlantic City, and we're going to go. The three of us are going to go because Absolutely. I love Joe Satriani. Never seen Sammy either. We all love Sammy Hagar. Yeah, it's so going to be fun. We want to go. That's going to be a party. Yeah, it's going to be a great night. As it's going to be a, a bunch fun of old show. men sitting around in an Indian style. Dave's playing. not invited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and Sammy was pissed too because see, he's at least taking what I feel like is a real kind of human approach to it because there's some. Similar dates to Chickenfoot and Van Halen in around, like, Southern California, in Los Angeles and all that, where Chickenfoot and Van Halen are playing within a couple days of each other on two occasions. And he's like, well, I really feel... He was pissed at promoters because he feels like they were kind of making fans almost pick and choose which shows they were going to go to, or one or the other, or both, and compare both bands. His thing was, why can't both just be accepted equally? Yeah. Like, he's not bearing any ill will against Van Halen the way they have been so just... Outrageous the situation is still a little fucked up, though, as if you're going to make fans choose between. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's... Like, it's, I don't know. I don't know if Van Halen was booked first or if Chickenfoot was booked first, but anything Van Halen can do to stick at the Chickenfoot, probably they would. Yeah, and of course there are loads of websites which made fun of Chickenfoot. And granted, I thought the first album was good, and I thought the second album was not so good from Chickenfoot. I thought a bunch of Sammy Hagar solo CDs, especially. I feel like his his better ones were since he left Van Halen. So I just feel like you grew so much. I mean, even listening to the Greatest Hits collection we were listening to today, even with 
Ryan, I said, and I can't you kind of hear the difference in how much oh, yeah. stronger his voice sounds his voice and the songs really grew just over the years. Have yeah. so much more power to them, I think. I mean, I but just, Chicken Foot, that's that's an all star lineup. I mean, between it is. Sammy and Joe Satriani and you know, Chad Michael Smith Anthony and, and Chad Michael Smith, Anthony. Yeah. It's I mean, Chad Smith's not doing this tour because right now, Chili Peppers but, are touring. Yeah. Kenny Aronoff, though, is an amazing drummer. He's drummed for everybody. Yeah, who was, uh, you were saying last week to me, he was drumming for someone recently. Oh, he's um, drumming for everybody. I'm pretty sure he drummed for, like, Mick Jagger and uh, Melissa mm-hmm. Etheridge. He's drummed for a bunch of people. Yeah. Like, it, the guy's just a world-class. Kind of like a session like, drummer. Yeah, he's yeah. like a hired gun. Mm-hmm. He's like one of the go-to guys who can probably have any gig in the world he wants. Yeah. He probably gets a call from everybody when they need a drummer. He probably turns down more gigs than most people ever get offered in the lifespan of their career. It's nice. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I mean, the, the rest of this list just seems so unbelievably ridiculous to me. And people pick on the fact that it's like, oh, it's synth songs, like a lot of David Lee Roth's fans were spouting off, because I found the well, list was... f- fully printed for, for reference for us to do this show. I never heard Jump, huh? Yeah. It was the 80s. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Making fun of when it's love and why can't this be love. Oh, I'm sorry. Jump is pretty much all keyboard. Yeah. Except for yeah. The, the guitar solo, which is brief. Did everybody forget the 1984 had loads of keyboards on it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess they did, conveniently. Gee. And who plays the keyboards? Eddie Van Halen. But the when, person whose cock Van every Halen, fan wants to suck. Yeah. But when Van Halen starts writing songs with substance, you know, lyrically and musically, that's when everyone gets mad. Yeah. Because it's not corny party rock anymore. Yeah. Who wrote the piano line for right now? Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van who Halen. wrote the keyboard line for When It's Love? Eddie, Eddie Van, Van Halen. Halen. So you could blame Sammy Hagar all you want, but that's exactly what was being written. He pulled but, I mean, he definitely to took the band. band in a different direction, without a doubt. So yeah, I mean, but in a, you can see in a better direction. In a better direction, and, and that's you know how I feel that. about that. Yeah, yeah. I do. It was yeah. Captain Dave and his party band. The it was. was the Van Halen brothers because it was just him. He's a glorified lounge singer. He is, and yeah. even without Eddie a doubt. Trunk, a, a big rock radio DJ, has said that he prefers Sammy because in the time span that Sammy could perform three songs, Dave did one and would act like an asshole on stage and swing a sword and his mic around and everything else. Yeah, like who wants to pay to see that? Yeah, back in the day, like you wouldn't. He have... had a few, and he's like, oh, I'm having a sword fight with myself, and you paid your money to see it. Yeah, like I've seen Van Halen bootlegs, like from that era, like VHS copies of bootlegs, like back in the day when they toured with Roth. And yeah, he'd get up there and yak for 20 minutes. They'd do a song. Eddie'd do a guitar solo. They'd do a song. Alex would do a drum solo. They'd do a song. Like, they do eight it's songs. It's a variety and, show. Yeah, it's a concert. They do yeah. eight songs in two hours. And when you have a band as insanely competent as Van Halen, especially with those original three musicians, mm-hmm. I specify three musicians. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck wouldn't you pack your, your two-hour show? Why would you let Dave just talk? Like, and It's one of the points that Sammy brings up in his autobiography where Eddie Van Halen never listened to lyrics of songs. He didn't know what Dave was going on about. He was just paying attention to his guitar part. Like The band's named after you. Don't you want to know what the songs are about? Yeah. I can't help but think you would. He didn't well, notice what, anything uh... until his now ex-wife, Valerie Bertinelli, made him listen to Love Walks In and the lyrics because she loved it. Yeah, She loved that they were doing a ballad. Oh, who wrote the keyboard line for that? Eddie Van Eddie Halen. Van Halen. And when we were listening to Sammy's uh, autobiography, he mentioned that about how he would just kind of come in, do his guitar part, and didn't really want to have much to do with anything else. Yeah, which, as far I mean, as the songwriting is, process, you know? which is fine. I mean, he didn't write lyrics or anything like that. But he said like he was a scientist about it. Like he came in and did the work. Yeah, he's very know? methodical when, about, when he wasn't drunk. Yeah, you know? about his about his guitar part, of yeah. course. But I don't know. I just I find it so amazing how people now are just kissing. Van Halen's ass because like David Lee Roth's back in the band and like oh the first album with Roth in 28 years yeah why yeah. <laughs> why now 
And I just love how they erase all the bad-mouthing they did to David Lee Roth. I personally think they bad-mouthed David Lee Roth more than they did Sammy Hagar because Roth's more been likely, in and out yeah. of the band more. Exactly. They tried to get him back together with him like five times after they fired Gary Sharon and before they brought Sammy back. And they're the like, well, oh, Dave's an asshole, so this isn't going to work out. And then they try yeah. again and again and again. Yeah, seriously? Seriously. I mean, I know somebody who went and saw the uh, Van Halen tour uh, in 2004 with Sammy. He saw it up in, uh, up in the Meadowlands. And he said the show wasn't that good. And he said, like, Eddie Van Halen was playing like crap. And that was something that was pretty common. And looking like crap, A common too. review, yeah. If you look at the picture of the four of them, like the, the photo that was released for the tour and all that, Eddie Van Halen looks like he just got out of bed. <laughs> I mean... Booze will do that to you. Yeah, yeah. 24 hours a day, yeah. It's... I just don't know. Like I said, with work ethic, you, you can't compare. I mean, Sammy does, within 11 years, seven solo albums, and then he puts out... A Chicken Foot album in 2009 and 2011. Yeah. Come on, man. The guy does work. Nine albums in 15 years. And he's older than Roth. 14 years. Yeah. Sammy Hagar was 37 or 38 when he joined Van Halen. Well older than than the rest of the band. And he still took them to their biggest heights. They started playing arenas. They started playing amphitheaters, stadiums. And and it was massive. And they sold out. And the albums were great. And the albums all went to number one. And the albums are all multi-platinum. Who knew? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> in an era when they could have been lost in the shuffle after Roth and all these big bands like Metallica and Guns N' Roses yeah, on when the horizon, when guitar they heavy stood music head and was shoulders above. Huge. Oh, totally. Even in the well, wake of something... Def Leppard and everything else, they were as massive as any band was. Even in the wake of something like Grunge, just because you figure Nevermind came out in 91, mm-hmm. For Unlawful Carnotology came out, and it didn't stop them. They were still playing huge shows. They still oh, toured yeah. forever. And they did another tour when the live album came out. <laughs> they basically redid the tour again because it was so popular. And who can blame them? Balance came in 95. Balance yes. was 95. 95 and, and it was that awesome. Was great. Yeah. I love that album. I love all the albums they did with him, honestly. I just thought they were just fun albums and just. And you said that's out of print now, right? Balance? Yeah, unfortunately, Warner Brothers has taken uh, Balance, the last Sammy Hagar album with Van Halen, uh, out of print. Uh, along with the live concert DVD and the live album that they did with him. And I was very lucky to find Balance a couple weeks ago to Vintage Vinyl. Yeah, thankfully you found it new. I have a hard copy of that, too. I bought that when it came out. Yeah, I did, too. I bought that back when Blockbuster Video was selling CDs. (laughs) I remember buying that, and I was so fucking excited because I was living on a uh, cassette tape of it that I took out of the public library. (laughs) I I kept taking it out because I think you could keep tapes and CDs for like two weeks and I just kept taking it out over and over again. Yeah. That and Live Right Here Right Now I actually took out on cassette because it was two. So I could only take one at a time. (laughs) And I was like living on those. It was so amazing and then I just obviously bought all the CDs. And I remember the first time I heard 5150 I didn't even like it. But I was just I put it on while I was doing the song. The album. And I was just like eh it's all right, and it's great. It honestly oh, is is a great album, yeah. and is. so is OU812. Despite a few bits of, of cheese on there, it's not like all the songs are amazing. A couple songs. Some, there's a block between three and six that are a little in, iffy, in the middle. It gets a little weak. Afterwards, it's like, yeah, this is a good album. Yeah, mm. Cabo Wabo is an awesome song. When it's loves yeah. an awesome song. Mine all mine's awesome. I got the vinyl version of that too last summer at the boardwalk. Yeah, OU812. <laughs> I got the vinyl of 5150, and I got 1984 on vinyl. Yeah. Well, yeah. you don't need I to mean, keep 50, that. 5150 is going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. But Sammy's throwing it open, too, saying, like, I'd play Van Halen. He's like, right now, I'm, I'm my head's not in it. But eventually, he's like, I would do it again. Well, he's at peace with everything. He's, yeah, he's, he's over the drama He's not the a bullshit. dick about it like yeah. they've been. It's like, well, you know what? I'm not getting any younger, so. Well, he's not. He's going to be pushing 70 pretty soon. Doesn't even look like a 70. No. No. 
I would say late 40s. I would never guess he's anywhere near his 60s. Just looking at the guy. Yeah, Sam was born in 47. He's 64. And he's still out touring. And has consistently toured through his 50s and 60s. And then there's Van Halen who tour when they run out of money from the last tour. And booze. <laughs> and booze. Yeah. yeah I'm sure I'll forget that. Alcoholics. I mean, workaholics. To sum it up, this list was, it was such a bullshit list. And like, I'm not, and I have nothing against Guitar World Magazine. This is obviously an ass kissy list because they're with David Lee Roth right now. And we're looking at this website, the uh, RothArmy.com. And they have this list written here, and every single song that was during the Sammy Hagar era is highlighted in red. Yeah. Well, he is the red rocker, but they're not doing that That's for that not, reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's just ripping those songs apart, but nobody's ripping apart. So, and like, why isn't the full bug on this list? For good reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> but then again, there are plenty of great Sammy Hagar songs. Like, nothing from Balance, for instance, is on the list. And actually, to, to show how reliable the magazine was, they even uh, misidentified... Uh, when it's love is being on fifty one fifty and it was on OU eight one two yeah, but I don't know. I mean, so many like does every David Lee Roth song name need to end an exclamation point? Everybody wants some. Feel your love tonight. Sinner swing. Like, are you serious? Do they bash Michael Anthony as much as they do Sammy? Because he's not part of the band anymore either. I, I don't know. I don't I'm know. Sure, they'll because you something can't discredit that. Uh, well, that's why I find it so funny. It's like, oh, Van Halen. Well, it's not really the same Van Halen though from back in the day, no. is it? No. Because Michael Anthony is not in the band. And I don't think there's any way Sammy would ever do it unless Michael Anthony was no, involved. No, he said either. that. Of course not. He yeah. said, they want another bass player for the 2004 tour, and Sammy said not unless Michael Anthony would do it. He mm-hmm. wasn't going to do it otherwise. What and was the problem with Michael Anthony, though? What was the straw that broke the camel's His last today? name isn't Van Halen, and he's yeah. not David Lee Roth. <laughs> and he was sober. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> How ridiculous of him to, Damn not, him. Yeah, yeah. to not be sober. I mean, even there, even the cover songs are on this list. One more reason is bullshit. Dancing in the Streets is not one of the best Van Halen songs. No. <laughs> not even close. It's really an absurd list. Take your whiskey home, please. Dirty movies. Somebody get me a doctor. No, I'm sorry. And Janie's Crying is at number 19. 19, yeah. I, I would think that'd be higher on the list as well, yeah. only because I mean, that one wasn't bad, I guess. Yeah, it's, but it's from the first album. Among I mean, the David Lee Roth era I'm not. Yeah, songs. I'm not going to deny the first album. And the first album is a great album, but... Yeah, but I just feel every, like everyone's just kissing Van Halen's ass because like Roth's in the band. Every as Van if they, Hal- as if nobody cared when Sammy was in the band. Every David Lee Roth album though kind of sounds like as the album gr- progresses, it sounds like the band is giving up more and more. Like, nah, eh, another song. Oh, well, they seem like half-ass every. They just every, sound, progress, they sound every the same. next song sounds more half-ass than the other. The, less. the only album that sounded different was 1984 because of the keyboards. Yeah. But I don't, I don't hate David Lee Roth. I'm just not a fan of his. I'm not sitting here to, to badmouth David Lee Roth. I just find it so funny how everyone's just kissing his ass because he's in the band now. And all the people are like, oh, David Lee Roth's great. How many solo records has David Lee Roth had throughout his career? I have his first two because Steve Vai and Billy Sheehan play on them. That's the only reason. Because and they were in the wake of Van Halen, so they were somewhat popular. But yeah, people yeah. called on early. Well, this kind of sucks. Yeah, this is stupid. And he did. And he, he didn't last long as a, as a solo artist, as far as popularity. And the DLR band album. Oh my god, <laughs> I played <laughs> a clip of Slam Dunk for Ryan and Jack. If you haven't heard it, please don't. Do. <laughs> <laughs> Threw up in my mouth a please, little bit. <laughs> please just listen to it because I mean, everybody says like, "Oh, it's Ross Fuck You" album to, to Van Halen, but yeah, tw- it's, twelve years later. Yeah, it's it's, it's him doing the Van Halen style in 1998. Which, come on. I mean, the, uh, seriously, for full Based on Van albums, Halen three sales, nobody cared about Van Halen in 1998. Yeah, I mean, he's done like six solo albums ever, and Sammy's done more since he left Van Halen. So, 
You got me, man. I just don't understand it. But all I'm getting at is Sammy should get his due credit. I kind of get why the list is more heavy on Day because Day is with the band right now. I feel like if this list was made in 2004 when Sammy rejoined the band, it would have been a lot more balanced. And certainly there would have been no tattoo on there. Oh, good God. <laughs> that song is awful. It is awful. And we're going to make you listen to it, Jack, once we wrap up. God damn it. Oh, better yet. We'll you haven't it heard it yet? No, he no. hasn't. Let's oh, let's boy. make Jack listen to a clip right now, and we'll round out this half cast with uh, Jack's thoughts. So hold on a second, folks. We'll be right back. So, Jack, how sorry are you that you ever loved the David Lee Roth era of Van Halen oh better? <laughs> I'm selling the collection tomorrow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's even worse than it was before. Yes. <laughs> Just that first lyric that, I got Elvis, like, oh, kill me. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I mean. It's it's an intentional nostalgia trip. It is. To show, like, hey, everybody, it sounds like we just finished Diver Down. Yeah, let's let's throw in some leftover from, oh, it's horrible. Isn't it? It's like they watched, also, the music video, it looks like they watched some of their old videos, like, we got to do it just like that. Yeah, hey, look, everybody, we're playing live, and there's a stage, and, well, that's it. Now, for a basis for comparison, Songs folks... in my fucking head. I can't get it out. Look up the video for Van Halen Tattoo, and then look up Van Halen Pound Cake, and you tell me which one is the better video yeah. or song yeah. or more exciting tattoo, to watch. You're getting a ball bat across your fucking head. Yeah, courtesy of Jack, <laughs> yes. who used to fight us. You can go back and listen to yes, I, Music Cast 3 well, and he 4. He fight us tooth and nail. Yes, yeah, he this. did, and he used to totally disagree. And then fast forward to Music like Cast to 5. I would like find my 2010 self and be like, this is what it turns into, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Run. <laughs> If you can get in the in the DeLorean and go back to talk to twenty one year old Jack, I kick you, him in the nuts. You would <laughs> give him a copy of fifty one fifty. On that note, thank you very much for taking time to listen to this. And like we said, we we invite you to compare and to debate about it. This is what we think. We're not hating David Lee Roth. We're just asking just Sammy to get bit. his due. Yeah, I'm asking Sammy gets his due. So there. Me too. So thanks again for listening. This has been Chris. This is Jack. And this is Ryan. And thanks again for listening to Halfcast. Mas tequila!